This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. I am a licensed esthetician and certified makeup artist. This podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about skin and how to take care of it. From acne to anti-aging, I am covering it all and making it easy to understand. Follow me on Instagram at pureskinoc. Hey everyone, so welcome back to another another episode of Pure Skin Talk. So let's talk some business before we get down to the episode. Um, please don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. And you can also visit my website, pureskinoc.com. You can see all the services I offer. And also my online store is on there. And that includes my skincare coaching. So if you need help with figuring out your routine, then I customize one for you. So you just got to sign up. Nice and easy to do. And then for all you estheticians listening, I do have an esthetician page on my website um, with some classes and stuff that you might, some are free, some are not, um, if you want to get some more education. And then also, estheticians, I have another podcast. Um, it's called Esthetician Talk Inside the Treatment Room. And we are just going to be doing behind-the-scenes stuff, everything that estheticians need to build, grow a business, and just we're going to talk about business and and all those good things. So take a listen. That's available also on um, your favorite podcast app. So take a listen. Tell me what you think. And then as always, if you ever have any questions, you can always send me an email at devinpeerskinoc.com. Okay, so today we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to talk about La Mer. Now, the reason I'm talking about it is because, you know, it's pretty popular. It's out there. People want to know, do you need to spend that kind of money to get good results? And I've always said, you do not need to. Um, I don't believe their products are anything special. And yes, I have used them. I used to work at Nordstrom. So I am pretty familiar with their line. And I just was never impressed. I mean, yeah, it feels good. But so do other moisturizers and moisturizers just aren't the end all be all in your skincare routine. So I could never justify that kind of money. 300 and I think it's $345 or 375. I don't know. Um, for two ounces. It's just, you guys, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So by the way, for that amount, you can get an entire skincare routine from me. So, um, and maybe even less than that. So it's pretty, pretty pricey. Okay. So let's talk about it. So we all know La Mer. Most people have heard of it. You know, um, the, it's the famous La Mer with their super pricey creams and potions. But do you actually know the history of La Mer? I think it's interesting. Okay. So here's the story. It all started with Max Huber, an astrophysicist who worked for NASA. He suffered 
severe burns during a lab explosion one day. After that, he dedicated the rest of his career to finding a cure for his scars. The Lemaire site says Huber, quote, experimented with a slow craft fermentation process, combining Pacific sea kelp with vitamins and other natural ingredients, end quote. He supposedly spent 12 years working on his cream, going through 6,000 trials and ultimately found that when he exposed his science experiment to light and sound waves, it worked better. The end result was a recipe Huber called a miracle broth, a term that has since been trademarked by Estee Lauder. And supposedly, he also helped 90% of his burn scars. Now, there's lots of rumors about who he was and, you know, he that and his like eccentricities and and whatnot. I mean, who knows what to believe about all of that because it could be gossip. But some have said that he would actually eat this cream. I did see that in a few places. Um, he would even bring it to restaurants. And someone said that he had the skin of a 12-year-old. Um, so the business grew by word of mouth, gained a following, and he eventually started selling it in mail order catalogs and at a small high-end department and at small high-end department stores like Henry uh, Bendel. Bendel? Bendel? Anyways, Huber died in 1991 and Estee Lauder purchased La Mer in 1995 from his daughter. So that's the story, okay? Um, that story's everywhere. I mean, you, I, I read many, many articles, um, about this over the years. Um, and then obviously I did more research for this podcast and that's the basic story. There's little tidbits here where people have claimed that they met him. Um, like I said, somebody said that he had the skin of a 12 year old. So that's somebody who actually did meet him, even editors of magazines. One editor, um, said that she, um, she thinks she met him. He said that that's who he was, but it's it's a weird weird way to say that. Almost like she, there's doubt in her mind that maybe who she met wasn't him. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Um, he supposedly was in love with some woman and would um, send her like. 200 jars of this cream a month and at some point she was like I don't know what to do with all this because I I have too much obviously who's gonna go through that many jars um in a month so there's a lot of different rumors about him and you know it's it's interesting and it sounds like a great story um but I'm gonna poke some holes in it okay so the first thing people really aren't convinced that Max Huber ever existed not much is found out about him and what is found is solely based around this product. So if you Google Max Huber, you're, it's, it just all pertains to this cream and how he created this cream and blah, blah, blah. There's nothing about, um, you know, him working before or anything about, you know, really about his personal life or anything. It's just, it's very mysterious. And then another thing, second point. 
Did he actually work for NASA? There is no record that he did. So maybe he was a rocket scientist that just worked somewhere else. We don't know. Um, I did read something where a woman who said she worked at NASA and she said that she researched him to see if there's any records from him being there. And she basically said that he there's no record of him and that's not possible. Um, the records at NASA, I guess, are not traceless. So he would show up somewhere if at some point he worked at NASA. So I don't know, you know, because, I mean, we don't know how reputable these sources are. But if you put everything together, it's like, hmm, that doesn't make sense. Okay, third point. There is no record of his daughter, no record of her name. I never saw anything about a wife or, you know, a girlfriend or something that he was, you know, talked about the woman that he was in love with, but there was no, did they date? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says that there was this woman that he was in love with, enamored with, and sent her 200 jars. But that doesn't mean that they were dating or anything like that. So I don't know. I mean, how do we not have any record of his daughter's name somewhere? I mean, like a daughter's name wasn't even made up. It's just, I think that's really weird. Point number four, where are the pictures? Where are the articles? There was no mention in a newspaper article about a lab explosion happening. Um, There's nothing about this guy except in relation to this cream. So we don't hear anything about him as a scientist prior to um, this cream. Like all of a sudden he dropped on the radar and now he has burns and now he has to fix his skin. I don't know. Um, And there are no pictures of his burns or the effects from this miracle product. That seems strange to me. I mean, there's no picture of him standing in his lab or standing with this product. I just have never seen like anything like that happen, that there wouldn't be a picture. The only picture that you can find is just him, and it looks like he's in a suit, and um, it's black and white. I mean, he just looks like a, a, a normal guy. And I mean, but they could have picked any picture and said that this is Max Huber. Um, people haven't been able to find his obituary, although I did read one article and they said that they did find it, but I tried to find it and I couldn't. But that's not my specialty. So maybe I'm just not looking in the right places. Um, so I, I don't know, but he just. He's not around, and I do think it's really weird that there wouldn't be pictures of his burns if he was able to f- to help his skin after a lab explosion. And this is the cream that did it because wouldn't that be plastered everywhere? Like, look at this amazing cream and how it helped burns. Like, I, I just think that would be a big, you know, marketing point. Uh, point number five. If... Um, I, and I kind of just touched on this, but if LaMare believed that this really did help his burns, why aren't doctors using this for their patients? Why isn't it in every burn center in, in the country, in the world, you know? I mean, I just think that this is huge. And it wouldn't just be like, hey, let's hydrate, let's moisturize somebody's face, but let's heal their burns. I don't know. Um, and then... Uh, Point number six, so many people have done research about this guy and this story and nothing more has surfaced. There's no family photos. There's no family names. There's nothing. You just can't find anything about him. So I don't, I don't know. 
So like I said, I've read so many different articles of this story with different details in them. Um, So who knows what is true and what is not. Personally, I don't believe the story. I just think there's too many holes in it. There's too many things that are missing. Um, I just don't think there's a lot of um, information about it. And I, I don't know. I, I, you know, he died in 1991. Lemaire didn't buy it supposedly until from the daughter until 1995. And there was some kind of information about um, this guy took it over to help um, create this cream after he passed and he had his notes and was recreating it, but it didn't totally work. And then when they, cause he didn't do the light and the sound waves while making this cream. So then supposedly then on another batch, when he was recreating it, he did add the light and the sound waves. And then all of a sudden it was, it worked. I mean, that's just the gist of it. Obviously I'm giving you the cliff notes version, but I don't know that. I don't know. Um, I just don't think this product has anything special in in it is what I'm saying. But this story sounds good enough that they can actually charge what they charge for this product. It's insane for a moisturizer. And I've said many times, moisturizers don't penetrate the skin. They can make your skin softer and add a glow. So perhaps that is what people are seeing with Creme de la Mer, but it doesn't do any long-term changes for the skin. Or maybe it's the placebo effect, you know, we hear it works, so it must work. I don't know. I just, I, I, listen, I've used the moisturizer. I, I just didn't, even before I was an esthetician, when I used it, I was like, oh, this is nice. But I didn't think, oh, okay, I'm going to spend 300 plus on this product because, wow, my skin looks so amazing. I just, I didn't think it was good enough. So I did post the ingredients on Instagram and I described them um, because I know ingredients sometimes, you know, who knows what they mean. So I did tell you what each of them meant. I was shocked how much fragrance they put in their moisturizer. It's way too much. I mean, I just, I don't think it needs fragrance anyways, but it's too much. Um, So the first, um, since there aren't a lot of regulations, the first ingredient just says seaweed. And honestly, seaweed, um, which is, you know, algae, that could mean so many different things. Um, And possibly even their miracle broth, which that's what Huber called it. Um, I'm just surprised that they wouldn't I mean, they obviously they're not going to go into detail about their this like proprietary information, but I would think that they would make they would allude to it at some point in the ingredient list. But it's just seaweed is the first ingredient, and like I said, that could mean anything. Maybe it is actually fermented, and you know where this would take months to do. And I don't know, I don't know. But like I said, everything is so vague and everything is so hard to find that you just have to think that it's like, you know, an old wives tale or something like somebody came up with it and then it just got spun into this great story. And that's how, that's how it all started. But I don't know. Um, the, you know, La Mer wasn't trademarked, um, or the miracle broth. None of it was trademarked until 95 when, when Estee Lauder got it. If you try to do any research, you really can't find anything prior to 1995 about La Mer. So, I don't know. It all seems a little a little suspicious to me. Anyways, I want to know what you guys think. So send me messages, comment, whatever. I'm very interested to see, to hear your opinion um, on this story. Or if you've heard other things that I didn't talk about, I would love to hear that too. Because I, I just find this 
I don't know why. I'm just, I find it really interesting. Anyways, so that's the story of La Mer. What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, and also, stop wasting your money on this moisturizer. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Do what you want. But uh, I, I did also, I should note this, that I did read some, there were some articles about whether creme, creme de la mer was actually um, just Nivea cream in a different bottle, like packaged differently. Um, and I did read some stuff that, um, that compared the two and they are very similar but they are not exactly the same. Um, but I also I still don't think La Mer is much different. So as I've always said, put your money into serums, sunscreen, into you know, kind of everything else. Um, I love a good moisturizer. Um, you know, I have one that's a little bit pricey. Um, the one I use is sixty five dollars, which to me is like really expensive for a moisturizer, but I do love it. I have dry skin. I feel like it really helps at least um, give me that glow that I wouldn't necessarily get because my skin is on the drier side. So I really like it for that reason. And that's why I use it. Um, But, you know, you can always, you know, I have another moisturizer that I used before that was $23. So, you know, it's kind of just what you're looking for, but just understand that moisturizers are not going to um, do a lot of change for your skin. They're just going to make your skin softer and perhaps add that that glow. All right, guys. So that's it for today. Um, I hope you guys all have a happy 4th of July. Be safe out there. Have so much fun. I'm sure everybody's excited to finally be able to do something um, this summer because <laughs> um, last summer was a bust for sure. So Anyway, um, have a safe and happy fourth and we will talk soon. And don't forget to follow me at PureSkinOC. And of course, five-star reviews are the best. Um, I would really appreciate if you could take the time to leave one. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.